Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. Welcome, guys, to The Calling. My name is Corrine, and I'm so honored to be speaking in front of you guys and with you guys and just just kind of having this intimate time together. Um, I don't take it lightly. It's just such a great opportunity to be here with you guys every Sunday. My husband does an awesome job each and every week. So I want to make him proud and make you guys proud. And we're going to do, um, we're going to dive in together. We're going to read a lot today. Um, I like putting scripture up there because I think it's important. The best way to tell the story of how we're supposed to live our life is from the Bible, right? You don't want to hear from me and my opinions, but we're going to look at the Bible and what the Bible says of how we're going to live our life today. So like Michael said, um, last Sunday was really awesome. We got to go um, on a little vacation, a little trip for a a few days um, down to Laguna Beach. We love it. It's just so serene. If you haven't been there, go. It's awesome. LA beaches are okay, but when you go to the OC, it's just more blue. There's rocks. If you guys need some quiet time, I encourage you guys to go there. So Um, Our baby is coming uh, the beginning of November, so we have less than three months um, for that time. So it's been kind of crazy for both of us. It's our first child. Um, So it's this season of complete change. The bump is getting bigger, so that makes it feel more real. Um, We are starting to plan, like we signed up for all of these classes, Lamaze, all these things, getting ready for the baby, right? This season is all about kind of planning ahead, looking for the fu- looking forward to the future, getting things ready. I didn't realize how expensive baby things are. There's so much out there. I don't know if I need it all, but I'm putting it on my registry, so we'll see. But I feel overwhelmed. The house is going to be just baby stuff. That's what I've been told. They're not going to have a room. It's the house is there. So, so we're getting ready. So um, we decided to just take a, a little vacation away, just him and I. It's our last time um, really just to be away together and just cherish that time together. Um, so in this vacation time, God was really speaking to me in a way that I was actually really surprised. So he was telling me to kind of like pause and stop and live in the moment. And I'm thinking like, but God, there's so much to do. Like that's literally like a countdown in my mind. There's three months. Like I'm trying to prepare for work, for people to take over different things. I'm going to miss you guys not being here. Just in different things like that, I'm thinking ahead and trying to plan and in my own mind, figure it all out. And God's just telling me just to relax, just to chill in this moment. So for me, to be honest, that's been hard for me in these past few months. So when God was telling me that on vacation, he was really challenging me in my life right now to do that and encouraging me this week to share with you guys about that too. Because I believe sometimes when we get in the thick of things in life, school is about to start on Monday for most people. Um, Maybe you have a new job or maybe your job is just crazy right now or your family dynamic is interesting. Whatever it is, sometimes we can get in the thick of things and not be present in the moment. So today I want to share with you guys what God has been speaking to me and teaching me. So I'm in progress here with you this morning. So I want to talk about my title for the message today is Living for Today, God's Way. So I'm rhyming for you. Living for Today, God's Way. So let's pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so very much in this place, and we're so grateful for you. We are here because we want more of you, God, and less of us. We want the answers, God, that you have, not the answers we come up with, not what the world gives us, but God, we want what you say. So in this place, we open our hearts to you, God. I ask that you help me get out of the way and just let your word speak of how you want us to live today, God, your way. So how many of you guys have heard about um, the word or acronym YOLO, right? So (laughs) YOLO means you only live once. So I just want to make it clear, my message is not YOLO. So YOLO is basically you only live once, so let's do whatever we want, any behavior we want. No, we're not going to do that. And if you don't know what YOLO means just by my definition, go listen to any Pitbull song ever, Every, any people song is YOLO. So tonight, I want all of you tonight. Give me everything tonight. For all we know, we might not get tomorrow. And I'll leave it right there. But anyway, so sorry if you're offended I sang that. I apologize. But if, if any people song is about YOLO. But today, we are talking about living your life, living today God's way, which is the best way and the fulfilling way. So I want to look to the scriptures about What is kind of God's definition? What is he saying about living for today? So let's look at the Bible. I have a few scriptures for you. So the first one is for all the warriors out there. Do we have any warriors? That's kind of me because I plan and I'm thinking about the baby coming. Okay, we got one. We have a lot of liars in here. I'm so sorry. I hope you're not offended by that too. But (laughs) it's okay. So Matthew 6, 25 through 27. Um, Therefore, I tell you. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Now, my next scripture is for all you overly confident people. So Proverbs 27, 1, do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. The next scripture for all of you who are living in the past, which is a lot of us, forget the former things. Isaiah 43, 18, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? And I love this last one. It's for everybody. Psalm 118.24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I love that God says that. He's saying not if everything's, it doesn't say not if everything is perfect. Um, not when everything's going my way. He's just saying the day, the Lord has made the day. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. So my aim for this morning, for us to live God's way I want you guys to be living your best life today. And I don't want to sound corny. I don't want to sound like a Joel Osteen book, which he's awesome. But your best life today really can be your best life today. And I feel like God wants me to tell you that. It's not about living what your best life was in high school or in college or maybe when your kids were a certain age. It's not about what your life could be, what you're dreaming of. One day when I get that job, one day when I get married, or one day when I retire, right? It's always like one day. God wants you to have your best life today. So when God was telling me this on my vacation, um, 
I felt like he was urging me. And it was, usually I'm pretty good at like resting. But in this season, I felt like it's been a struggle. So even in those moments on like a quiet beach, Michael's swimming or doing something way, I'm by myself. And I find myself just, my mind is going or thinking of all these things I need to do. But God is saying to me in that moment that to relish in that moment, but it doesn't mean to not care about my future. So I want to make it clear, when we're living for today, it's to have a, a full, better future by what we live today in that moment. When you live for your past or you live just for the future, it paralyzes you, right? It paralyzes you in the moment to not really move any which way. It keeps you um, right where your mindset is. So I want to talk about practical ways today how we can live our best life and take our opportunity for a better future through that. So how many of you guys have seen the musical Annie or have heard of it, right? So it's a very big musical, but a lot of us live that, that life of the theme, I guess a the theme song. It's tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll just do it tomorrow, right? That's not really the words, but a lot of us live that life where where everything is tomorrow. It's, uh, I'll do it one day, and we don't really do it and live in the moment. So before you can fully live for today, I want you guys just to take a moment and let us all like self-evaluate kind of where you're at. How am I living in this life? Am I fearful of the future? Because that's very real, Am I living in the glory days of the past? Am I living in the hurt of the past? Am I YOLOing right now my way and not God's way? But I I believe when you truly live today God's way, you discover healing for your past and promise for your future. So when you live God's way, you discover healing for your past and promise for your future. God will never leave you empty He'll never leave you astray. Are you living for your past, your future, or are you living for today? So I have a few things I want to go over. How can we really live for today? Number one is put God first. Put God first. And you're like, Karina, of course, you're in church. You're going to say that. But it really is true. When you put God first, everything trickles down from that. And it makes everything, I want to say, not easier, but it kind of flows out of that well of when you put God first. Matthew 6, 31, 33 says, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And I love that verse, and I hold this on as a promise. It says, when you seek him first, it doesn't go void that all these things, everything he knows you need, will be added to you. If you take anything away from today, it's to put God first. That's the most important thing. One of the things that um, me and my husband do that's a practical thing that I think it's so important in the life of the believer, my husband just did offering, is our tithes and our giving. Because there's something so powerful of saying, God, I am trusting you first with my finances above all of these things, above Starbucks, above the bills. God, I am giving you my first and my best. It really puts your perspective on who's most important in your life. God, you are the king and you are my provider. So I'm going to put you first and honor you in my giving. And that's a way that we put God first. Another way 
that you can put God first is in reading your word. We're putting a lot of scripture up on there. And that is the best way to transform your life is just spending time with God and reading his word. Um, one of my favorite um, worship leaders and mentors from afar is Darlene Sheck. And she's an amazing, amazing woman. I've had the opportunity to hear her speak and meet her. And I love what she says is that she, before she gets up, she says, before my feet are on the floor, the word is going to be in my heart. And she's amazing. So before her feet hit the floor, the word is in her heart. So what are you doing in the morning? Before your feet on the floor, put the word in your heart before Instagram. Or put the word in your heart before worry or oh man, I got to go to work today. What are you putting in your heart in the morning? And I love that. That's just a practical way that we can put God first in our giving, in our giving and our living. My next point is focus on what you do have, not on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have, not on what you don't have. And I don't know about you, but I got an Instagram and I was having some conversations with a couple of people yesterday about Instagram. It can totally suck you in, right? Every moment, YouTube, Facebook. And we live in a culture that's kind of like comparison-based. Um, you may not see it. You may see it. But when you're on there, right, everyone is putting up their best moments of life ever, right? They're putting up, like, they look nice. You know, when we're at the beach, we're putting up nice pictures. We're not putting up the pictures where, like, all the salt's in our face and salt water and stuff. But on Instagram, we can tend to see um, people's highlight reel of their life and compare it to our worst most horrible moments. And then in that moment, we think, um, man, I don't have it all together. Um, you know, maybe, God, what are you doing? You know, how come, why don't I have that? They, what's going on with them? So it, we have this comparison culture, um, whether it's something that you know or not, it's something that's kind of in our face constantly. But God wants us to focus on what we do have, not what, what we don't have. Because what we do have is what is meant for us. What we do have is what he's given us. And he can do far more than we can imagine with what he's given you and I. Because you are unique. You are different than me. I'm different from you. And you can't compare yourself to anybody if you're unique, right? If you're a uniquely you person, why should you compare yourself? Because there's no reason to. You are running your own lane with God's, with, in God's race. So refuse to compare yourself to others. Galatians 6.4 says, You should judge your own actions, but never compare yourself with others. Then you can be proud for doing your best without comparing yourself to anyone else. I love that. Number three, I'm kind of going through them fast. Believe the best in yourself and do your best. Believe the best in yourself and do your best. So I want to talk about that. My husband's so awesome. So um, this week just been, for some reason, a struggle for me. He's been just my biggest encourager and believer in myself and I just want to thank God for a partner that has given me that. And you need people in your life that are going to believe in you. But when people aren't there, you need to believe in yourself, right? You need to encourage yourself in the Lord. And a lot of the times when you don't believe in yourself, there's like a fear, a fear of failure. And I don't know about you. Is there, do I have any procrastinators out in the building? Okay. Okay, good. Oh, you guys are so truthful. So there's a lot of us with that one. So with procrastination, a lot of the times... Um, it's a fear of failure. You think some people could say it's 
um, you're being lazy or something like that. But it really, to be honest, most of the time, it's not. What the deep-rooted thing of procrastination is, a fear of failure. I'm going to put it off um, because I don't know if I can do it or do it right. But God is saying for you to believe in yourself, to put off um, those chains of fear and move forward into what he's called you to do and what you're living now in the moment. So I'm thankful my husband encouraged me this week with different things, trying to be still and preparing this message. And um, if I failed this morning, please don't tell me. No, I'm just kidding, because it'll confirm this. No, I'm just kidding. But um, (laughs) so fear of failure is a real thing. So I want to do one thing that really helps me, and um, I like to encourage myself So I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I can do this. You are with me, God. Nothing is impossible for you. One more time. I can do this. Awesome. Give yourselves a hand because that was great. So I encourage you guys when you go home. I know this is a super encouraging message um, today. But I feel like we all really need this. And I know it could come across corny, but at the end of the day, you need to be for you, right? If no one is with you, you need to be for you, but God is with you, and he wants you to believe in yourself as well because he believes in you so much. The next part is do your best. Don't compare. I love this. We went to, we got to visit Saddleback um, Church in Lake Forest on the way on Sunday, which was a great experience, and Michael and I love to just like, Learn from awesome pastors and people who have um, been years down the line have lots of wisdom. So we went there. We heard um, Pastor Rick Warren was going to speak. Um, and it was such just an honor to be there and hear him. Um, he said something that really stuck out with me the whole weekend. And he said his dad always told him this. I will do the best I can with what I have for Jesus Christ today. I will do the best I can with what I have, not with what I don't have, for Jesus Christ today. And I want you to repeat that after me. I'll do the best I can with what I have for Jesus Christ today. And if you live that motto, God will be with you and you don't have to worry about anything else. All you have to do is do your best in the moment. My last point is live in the moment. Live in the moment. I love this quote. Yesterday is history. Today is, I mean, tomorrow is a mystery and today is a gift. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery and today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. And I love that. There is nothing like today. You can never get it back. You can't pay for it again. You can't relive it. Today is a gift from God. James 1, 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from God, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Isn't that beautiful that our Father, he doesn't change. Even day to day, from the past to the future, he doesn't change. And today is a gift from God. My choir director, um, when I was in college, used to sit us down, and I love this. It was my favorite time before we would go out and sing. He would just tell us, you know, this moment, if you look around in this room, no day 
or in this moment will ever be the same. So in this church, it will never be the same like this again. Every, who you're sitting next to, what you're wearing, maybe how old your kids are, the job you have. No day will ever be like it is right now. Don't want to say it in a sad way. I'm trying to say it in a, in a way that you would enjoy every single moment. And that's what God wants for us, that you would enjoy how it is right now. You, you and your wife together, just you, or when, you're, when your child is here, enjoying those laughter moments. No moment is ever going to be like this. And I've often heard um, life can be a lot like a roll of toilet paper. So, like a roll of toilet paper, right, you're just using it, and it's coming. You're not worried about how much is left. But as it gets towards the end, it's, like, going faster and faster, and then you're trying to, like, use just a few squares, right? So life is like that. In the beginning, you're just like, I I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm just using it. But at the end, you're like, oh, my gosh, especially if you have to go to the store. So life is like a roll of toilet paper, right? It's, it seems so full at the beginning, and then it goes so fast at the end. So what I want to focus on, in the moment, savor those squares. Savor. <laughs> I'm surprised I got a clap. That was awesome. <laughs> and a lot of times in life, too, um, I touched on this in the beginning. We think about, I'll be happy when uh, my baby's born. I'll be happy when um, they start walking. I'll be happy when I can actually talk to them and they could talk back to me. Or then we reach that time and we're like, oh, man, I'll be happy when they go to school. I just want to sleep, right? And then they go to school, and man, I'll be happy when I don't have to do their homework anymore or help them. And, you know, I'll be happy when they leave and go to college or, you know, maybe I'll be sad when they go and leave. But if you think about it, if you're always, if we're just waiting to be happy when something happens, we're never going to be happy, right? So God was challenging me in this moment. We're excited to meet our baby girl. We're going to be happy when she comes and we want to see her so bad. But this is the only time that it's ever going to be like this, just him and me alone together. So just being present in whatever your moment is in your life, being happy now and not waiting to be happy later. Amen. Can we do, do this together? I love this Psalm 23. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful verse, just illustrating how, how good God is and how Um, He carries us so peacefully in each moment. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And I'm going to stop at this because I love when you're reading this, just pay attention. It's all in the present. That God is wanting you to focus on this in the moment. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What you, what, we'll focus on what you do have, not what you don't have. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I love this. Even though I walk currently through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. When you live in each moment fully God's way, you're setting yourself up for not only a great today, but a fulfilling present, fulfilling present and future, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. I think the list goes on and on. And I love that. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me right now in this moment. John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. Present tense. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. I think one of the greatest lies the enemy could tell us or make us think about is worrying about our past and worrying about our future while he steals our today. So the enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy today. But that's not what God does. He came that he, he might give us life and have it abundantly. But we need to do some work as well that we need to live in today completely in God's way. God sees your past. He sees your tomorrow. And he sees your today, which is so very special. So today I want to ask you guys, are you living your way are you living in the past, the present, YOLO? Are you living for the future? Or are you living it God's way? Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We would love to meet you. Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you.